I got called out by the Holy Spirit. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 12. Now, before I get into what Holy Spirit called me out on, I want to kind of give you a rundown of how this week has been going and what's been happening, and then I'll progress further because it does actually relate. Now, this week has actually been very difficult. It's been a hard week emotionally. It's really been pulling on my heartstrings, and I'm not going to really kind of relay details on who and what's been going on because I really don't have their consent on this. But let's just say I found out one person has cancer. Uh, One friend was just released from the hospital from a serious injury, and it's crippled him. Uh, Life-changing circumstance. Another one, a person I knew for a long time, was just shot and killed yesterday. And a person that I was trying to reconcile with has decided that they they don't want that right now. So emotionally, it's been very difficult. There has been some awesome, cool stuff happening, new relationships happening, new friendships blossoming, uh, some good stuff happening, but emotionally, it has been difficult and has been trying. But what's incredible is this actually allows me to pursue Holy Spirit in a way that I am not normally allowed to pursue Him. I heard Bill Johnson say at one time, who is the pastor of Bethel Redding in Northern California, he said, when you're in pain, it allows you to worship God in a way you will never be able to in heaven. Because that's only available to us here on earth. It actually shows us a dimension of worship that we can turn towards that will not be available in heaven. And I took that to heart when I heard that. And I took it as, when I'm in pain, this allows me to worship Holy Spirit in a way that I can't when I'm, my life is going great. And so I pressed in the Holy Spirit. I'm like, gosh, this hurts. I'm in pain. So I began to pray for them. And when I pray, I typically get pictures. So I'm getting pictures of the cancer disappearing, uh, if it's on their skin, just just being burned away, and I'm just praying for that, and I'm going after it, and I'm praying that my friend who, who had died, that she gets to hear the gospel by Jesus if she hasn't, that he'll go to her right now, that she'll make it into his arms, she'll, she'll make it to the Father. I'm praying that my other friend has a full recovery from the hospital, that the scars completely disappear, that he can walk and operate and function just as he was before the accident, which was by a drunk driver. So if any of you are ever in a circumstance, please do not drink and drive. And I'm praying for my friend that what needs to happen for them and their heart to be healed, comes at a great magnitude by the Holy Spirit, and a love just overcomes them. So I'm praying these, I'm getting these pictures, and this is what I'm beginning to pray, and I'm pressing in. 
and my heart's hurting. I'm like, all right, what should we do? I'm like, I just, I, I need to do something. If I'm not feeling Holy Spirit in the moment, which I was actually in that time, I'm like, you know what? Let me just get into scripture. And a place where I can really, I have developed time in this bit of scripture enough to where I can pull on the same circumstances as I once before. Very similar to the style of anchoring that we have talked about. You place a hold, you, you bring up a place in your imagination that it, again pulls you closer into the breakthrough that it had given you in that time. I talk about this more deeply in previous episodes. And so I went into Song of Songs. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible, especially when I read it through the Passion Translation. And if you don't know the Passion Translation of the Bible, if I understand this correctly, was translated through the lens of intimacy and love of the Father. That's the perspective that he was going into Scripture to reveal to us. So I go into Song of Songs and I could barely move. I am just sitting on the one verse and the second verse. I don't even know if I made it four verses. It's talking about the fragrance of his love. I'm like, yes, Holy Spirit, I want that right now. I want to smell your fragrance in this room, your comforting presence. Because a lot of times, it's like walking outside and you're in the shade and then you walk into the sunlight. You can feel that warmth coming on you. That's what a lot of times it feels like. But at times when Holy Spirit comes in, it's as if the shade is within you and within you you're feeling that warmth. Or the butterflies you get when you really like someone, it's inside coming out. You're also feeling it outside coming in. So I'm turning to these times. I'm sharing this with you because if you are going through any type of pain, like I am this week, you can turn into Holy Spirit. You can. This is a time where you can put on some music and press into him and just sit and receive pictures. Let him minister and bring comfort to you because he is the comforter. Well, I was talking to a friend the other night and I was sharing him a strategy on how to hear Holy Spirit more, as well as get the answers that he's looking for. And today, Holy Spirit said, actually, this is meant for you too. This isn't just for him. I'm like, okay. Well, what it was is I told him, hey, look at where your life is right now, find some similarities, and then find a passage in the Bible that has a similar parallel to what you're going through right now. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, a friend just rejected reconciliation uh, for now. And so I'm like, all right, where is this in the Bible? Like, what's going on? Where can I look for this? What's going on? And Holy Spirit's like, well, let's look for something that actually matches that 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's look. And it was so funny because I'm looking and I cannot remember a passage. And I'm like, all right, well, I know Jesus prayed for people and they rejected him. And I'm like, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. I'm looking around. I'm going through the books. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know where I'm going right now. And Holy Spirit's like, well, maybe that's a sign that you should actually be in the scripture more. (laughs) This is where he called me out. He's like, this is a sign that you don't have full remembrance of Scripture. You aren't in it enough right now to really be bringing it up to memory. Sure, there's some Bible passages that I know and I can recite off the heart and I've spent a lot of time in. But I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't understand simple stories that Jesus told that can bring me. Because that's where Holy Spirit is like, yeah, look in within the stories that Jesus told that actually coincide with what's going on in your life right now. And then from that place, when I get there, I can ask questions regarding the scripture and I can let Holy Spirit speak to me. I can look at that and wait for pictures to come to my mind. I can wait for what may seem like my conscience to speak up and and talk to me. I mean, getting to know the Holy Spirit's voice is very similar to getting to know someone, any person. It could be your own family. I mean, a lot of us recognize our mother and father's voices in a crowd or our spouse or someone we're in love with or a really close friend, our best friend. We can recognize their voice and their laugh. It's the same thing as you get to know Holy Spirit. You'll recognize it the same way. And so I'm going around looking for all these different places. And I'm like, all right, I give up. I can't remember. (laughs) So I started Googling it. I'm like, all right, Google, tell me (laughs) what I'm looking for. And it actually brought me to a really good scripture. And it's not exactly what... I was looking for it, but it helped. It actually really helped me in the situation. And what it was, was Luke 4. It was verse 28, and I'm going to read this to you. It was, uh, to give you a little context, Jesus was just in the synagogue. He opened up the book of Isaiah, and it talked about uh, the Messiah and he closed it and said, yeah, this is me. And the people got really mad, really mad at him. They're like, how dare you? There's a chair that they had, and the chair was set aside for the Messiah, and he went down and he sat in it, and he's like, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> and they got really angry. And so here's kind of where it picks up. When they heard this, everyone in the synagogue was enraged. They got up, drove him out of town, and brought him to the edge of the hill their town was built on, intending to hurl him over the cliff. Oh, gosh. Can you just imagine this? A mob, a mob literally grabbed Jesus, and they're like, all right, come with us, pal. You're coming with us. We're we're throwing you. We're angry. We're mad. You deserve to die. We're going to kill you. We're throwing you off the cliff. And this is the best verse afterwards. Are you ready for this? This is verse 30 in Luke 4. But he passed right through the crowd and went on his way. I find that absolutely amazing. A massive angry mob was grabbing him and about to throw him off a cliff. And it says, 
It says, but he passed right through them. He passed right through the crowd and went on his way. Can you imagine just him just walking through that? I find that very enjoyable. But it brought a lot of peace to my heart. I was actually feeling as if like a, like there was a, a, a rope or a zip tie on my, on my ribs and they were pulling on it, like tightening a knot and it was coming closer together. And it was as if when I read that scripture, like scissors just cut the rope and cut the zip tie and it just released. And I felt a peace come over me. It was like wearing uh, a heavy weight and the weight was taken off. I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. And this is the thing. When he speaks to me regarding scripture, it's not always within the context of that scripture. It doesn't have to be literal when he's speaking to me. It could just be dependent on the situation that I am currently in. So take that with a grain of salt. And one thing he was sharing with me, he's like, yeah, the people right here recommend represent the issues and problems that you're dealing with, the heartache. But with Jesus, you can pass right through them. With Jesus, you can go right through them. All these things trying to rip you down, bring you into depression, bring you pain and anger and fear. With Jesus, you can walk right through them. Now, is that the context of the scripture? Not entirely, no. But is that what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me in that moment? Yes, it was. Am I saying that applies to you and everyone else? No, I'm not. But it did apply to me in that moment, and it felt amazing. Now, passing through this, does that mean I just ignore all my emotions, all my relational issues? No, it does not. I still need to address them. But now I'm going to do it on Holy Spirit's time. And a piece that he actually walked me through in that moment was I brought my hands out as if I was cupping my hands together to catch water from a faucet. And I'm trying to make a bowl out of my hands to catch. And I pictured that. And I, and I just admit, envisioned all the pain uh, pictures of kind of what was going on in the moment, the people, their faces, everything I could imagine. I was imagining it going into my hands, out of my body. I'm just picturing this, and I honestly felt a weight, a real weight coming into my hands, and my hands getting heavier. And then what I saw in my imagination was Jesus' hands coming right underneath mine, and he says, let go, I'll take it from here. And I let go. I'm going to feel the weight come off of my hands and into his. And I imagined him in my imagination walking away, holding my issues. I, I gave it to Jesus, as some people say. I let it go. And as the time comes when Holy Spirit wants to address these issues with me again, I'll be there. Do I feel like everything was solved in that one moment? No. I think there is more that I need to work through. There was pain in my heart, real pain, and, and a big piece of it was cared for by the Holy Spirit and Jesus. He truly took care of me in that moment.
but there's more to do. I need to keep pressing in. I need to keep getting in scripture. I got called out by the Holy Spirit for not remembering scripture. I, I've read through scripture. I've went through the Bible cover to cover twice. I spent a lot of time. I went to ministry school. I spent a lot of time, but here I am not remembering. I can't use my previous experience with scripture to define my current. I have to define what I'm, where I'm currently at so I can determine where I'm going to go. But I can't say, oh, I did that. That's over. No, it's a continuous walk for the rest of my life. And that's what he's saying to me. He's like, yeah, you need to be it. And I have actually, because I had created a daily habit of getting back in the word every night before going to bed, it's actually stirred me to get in the word every single day throughout the day. Not in the beginning, but and it's not every single day, but a lot of time I'm just picking it up the scripture. I'm like, yeah, let me read. I'm putting it on as I'm driving and I'm listening to it. I'm putting on sermons where people really talk about scripture a lot. Like every other word, like, like I said, Bobby Connor, I put him on and he just talks and talks and talks scripture. I'm making sure I'm around it. So that way, when the Holy Spirit's like, yeah, bring up a story that resembles what you're going through now and let's talk through it. Ask questions, see how they got through it. That way I can really pull it up in one of the times right. So I want to challenge you with this simple challenge. Get into Scripture more. Whether it's 10 minutes more, half hour more, an hour more, you decide. But get in it more. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is Day by Day with Holy Spirit.